0: Hey there, it's Kate, coming to you with another week of replays on a topic that is especially near and dear to my heart after giving myself a little time off from producing new episodes. And that topic is rest. There's a lot to unpack here, starting with the idea that rest isn't something you earn, it's something you require. I hope these help you rejuvenate. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey there, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person, the podcast for people who give a shit about being a decent human being. I'm Kate Hanley, your host, and also the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week, I'm talking about rest. Not sleep, per se, but giving yourself what you need so that you can feel restored. And today, I'm answering a question from a listener named Libby, who writes, I'm having a hard time relaxing lately. It's not necessarily that I'm stressed. It's just that I find that I'm rarely doing nothing. If I have 15 minutes before I have to go somewhere and it's the weekend, I'll fold a pile of laundry or do a quick sweep. If it's during the week and I've got a little lull between meetings, I'll try to return a few emails or get a jumpstart on something new. I'm trying to be efficient with my time, but there's always so much to do. I'm noticing that it's like I don't have an off switch. It almost feels like a compulsion to try to cross one more thing off my list in the hopes that when it's all done, I'll get to rest. But it's never all done, and so neither am I. How can I teach myself to be okay with not being productive every minute of the day? I mean, wow. I could have written this myself, especially when I'm on a decluttering kick and all I want to do at every moment of the day is go through drawers, put stuff we don't want on buy nothing, and reorganize. This is basically the reason why I landed on Save Space for Sanity as my New Year's intention. So thank you for this question, Libby. It's one that I know a lot of listeners can relate to. The thing I love most in your letter is your realization that to-do lists are never all done. There's this expectation that if we could just take care of everything first, then we could really relax. But it's a false promise that we make to ourselves because as long as we're living, there really is no such thing as done. And it establishes a link between having nothing to do with being a prerequisite for being relaxed. And how often do you really have nothing to do? Your awareness of the fact that it's really hard for you to feel okay about not being productive for a certain period of time is a really great place to start. You can't change a habit that you don't know you have. That awareness got you to reach out with this question. That awareness is also telling you that this is something that you would really benefit from figuring out. The fact that you keep thinking about how hard it is for you to be idle is a really great clue that learning how to be okay with doing less will offer you a ton of benefit. So, how do you learn to be okay with not being productive during every minute of the day? The first step is to start to push back against that inner voice that says, I should really use this time well. What can I do? When you notice that voice, just make note of it. Like, there's that thought again. And then question it. Like, do I really need to use this time, well? What if I just decided to chill out instead? You know, stop accepting the party line. Just remember, it's not a choice between doing something productive and doing nothing. In fact, sitting still and doing nothing can be an awfully big leap for someone who is used to continuously checking things off their lists. You could choose instead to do something just for the fun of it, or just for the relaxation of it. After all, you can't wait for that peaceful feeling to come land on your shoulder and tell you that you don't have to fill every increment of time with a task. You have to make some space for calm and invite it to come sit alongside you. I've got some ideas on how to do just that after this break. Welcome back. For my listener Libby and anyone else who was wondering how to break the habit or maybe even compulsion to constantly be doing something productive, here are a few ways you can invite periods of calm enjoyment into your life. My overarching approach is to think about how you can modify your environment to make it more conducive to chilling out. Some things to try are getting yourself a real page-turner of a book or a couple of glossy magazines, even catalogs. I mean, I love perusing catalogs and putting your reading material next to your comfiest reading spot with a pair of reading glasses. And then you will be more tempted to sit and relax a bit. Maybe you need something to do with your hands, in which case knitting, crocheting, cross stitch and needlepoint are really great and pretty beginner friendly. I mean, yes, there are all kinds of fancy patterns and stitches you could learn, but even if you only know the very, very basics, you can still make something pretty cool. If you're new to handicrafts, check out your local Buy Nothing group on Facebook to see if anyone has some supplies they're not using, and ask a friend to come over and teach you how to use them. Doing something with your hands is very meditative. Speaking of meditative, have you tried doing a puzzle recently? Man, that can get you riding some really groovy brainwaves. Dedicate some space in your home to putting out all the pieces, and you can take little breaks throughout the day to work on the puzzle. I love having a puzzle going, especially when I'm working on a really technical book with a client, because it helps me rest my brain in an active way. And spoiler alert, active rest is something I'll be talking a lot more about on Friday. But sometimes you really do need to do nothing. Here's a tip I learned from Chris Carr, the author of Crazy Sexy Cancer, a book that she wrote a million years ago, and it's a tip that I still love and use. Make your bathroom a no-phone zone and let yourself just enjoy some me time when you're on the pot. I mean, you have to go to the loo a few times a day at least. That regularity, sorry about the pun, can help build a habit of just sitting quietly. Another idea is to make a cozy corner with your softest throw, a candle, maybe a space heater, a plant. Make it beautiful so that it practically beckons you to come sit a while. It can be the kind of thing where you're having a moment of, what should I do right now? And you see your cozy spot and you remember that you could just go sit there for a little while and trust that the next right thing to do will become clear to you while you're sitting there. It's like a little timeout zone and not punitive, but very loving. And finally, if you struggle with always taking care of your to-do list, I highly recommend going over to someone else's house for a little while if you can, whether that's a friend, a family member, or even an Airbnb or a library. When you're in someone else's space, you aren't constantly looking around trying to find things that need doing. It's easier to be present when there aren't a bunch of potential projects surrounding you. I'm sure the person whose space it is sees those projects, but you won't. It can be a nice way to just let your nervous system switch out of monitoring mode and into chill mode. And this final piece of advice isn't about environment, it's about mindset. And it's a phrase that I learned from my two primary yoga teachers. Something they say all the time is be done with the doing. Yes, there are any number of adjustments you could make, but at some point, if you're always adjusting, you're never abiding. In terms of yoga class, you're not inhabiting the pose if you're fiddling with it. Even if you're in a triangle pose or a headstand or some pose where you really have to be concentrating on what's going on in your body, at some point, all that's left to do is breathe. So try telling yourself whenever you notice that you're looking around for your next task that, just for now, I'm done with the doing. And then go find your cozy spot. If you've figured out a way to give yourself moments of rest, or if you've broken the habit of constantly being doing some task, I'd love to hear it. Message me on Instagram at katehanleyauthor or email me at kate at katehanley.com. And be sure to come back on Wednesday when I'm interviewing Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, author of the book Sacred Rest, who will share why sleep isn't the only way to restore yourself, why what you really need to overcome burnout is rest, and what the seven different types of rest are. I heard Dr. Dalton Smith interviewed on NPR and was swooning over her message, and I am thrilled that she's going to be on the podcast, so come on back. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by sound advice strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at com, or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley don't forget the W or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley author. I look forward to connecting with you.